don't go home. Stay all night, don't go home. Stay all night, don't go home. Stay with me till morning. Hey everybody, this is Nate. And this is Justin. From Pertnier Sandstone. And you're listening to Road to Blue Ox. Welcome back everybody. Episode 5, the final episode before the actual festival. Nate, 21 days, 10 hours, 35 minutes, and 10 seconds from this moment. Yes. Blue Ox will begin. Oh, it's going to be tomorrow really. It's really, really <laughs> close. We got a lot, of, a lot of irons in the fire. We're cranking down here and getting everything lined up. And I'm ready for it. I want to be out there. Yeah, it's always it's always good when it comes. It's the anticipation is is nerve wracking and um, you know anxiety inducing, but once you finally get into the campsite, you calm down and realize that it is a calm, happy, and special place that you look forward to being every year. Well, as we continue on our road to Blue Ox, we had a special festival primer this last weekend as we traveled to St. Louis and Kansas City. We shared the stage with three bands that will be performing at Blue Ox this year, Trampled by Turtles, Railroad Earth, and Jeff Austin. We had a lot of fun talking with Jeff backstage, too. Hey, this is Jeff Austin, oddly enough, from the Jeff Austin Band. <laughs> and uh, can't wait, looking forward to Blue Ox Festival 2019. So happy to be invited back, been a part of every single one of them, mm-hmm. and my god, we finally get to play a late night, yeah. which is where all the weirdness happens. <laughs> so we'll see you there really soon. Really, like, really, actually, wow, really? Like, it's on. like, it's that close? It's like, whoa, a- really, really soon. Okay, I, I got a pack. <laughs> We've been hoping there's a new day coming, and it is not promised, but it's all we know. are looking forward to all kinds of things this year. This episode will highlight information, need to know stuff or helpful to know or that is not relevant to me but good thing they mentioned it, things like that. A lot of this is on the Blue Ox website as well. Check there for anything you need further information on or to clarify what we're talking about. So this episode, we will also feature an interview we did with them, Cooley Boys, Eau Claire natives and basically new brother band of ours. They are going to enlighten us a little bit on the Eau Claire area, talk about their new album, and uh, have a little lightning round at the end as well. We are also going to play a song from them, an exclusive off of their new album that they recorded at Pachyderm Studios. We're thrilled to be playing a song of theirs later on. What? 
So let's cover some of the information that people need to know prior to getting to the festival. All you campers who have not purchased a car camping pass, you will be allowed on Thursday to drive into your campsite and set your stuff up before having to go and park your car in the parking lot. So that is a nice uh, option for those of you early birds who are going to show up on Thursday and get in there and comfortably unpack with your car, but you will have to move your car out if you do not have a car camping pass. There's Again, there's 40 extra acres that were opened up this year in the campground, so there's a little bit of extra room for everybody to stretch out and get some hammocks flying and, and get your, your little camp set up with your friends. So The extra room is up in the field, so there'll be some nice star viewing up there, a place just to kind of get away from it all if you need to stretch out and take a little walk or... Um, we're getting attacked by lilacs here. <laughs> I know the wind is wreaking havoc on my old windows. So look forward to that area, which is also unreserved general camping. For those of you with reserved RV sites, the Paul Bunyan or the Chippewa Pass, you are welcome in on Wednesday night for the early arrival, and there will be a welcome reception. Just a little bit of a festival primer there Wednesday evening for those who are able to get in with their passes. And then, of course, everybody who arrives on Thursday can drive in and set up their campsites uh, and get settled um, with their car. Um, you will have to move your car out Thursday if you don't have a car camping pass, but you'll be able to drive back in on Sunday to retrieve your stuff. If things aren't too muddy, knock on wood, no rain, no rain, no rain. <laughs> yeah, we want to encourage everyone to carpool with your friends. Uh, reduce the amount of CO2 emissions heading to the festival, but also just reducing the clutter of cars in the field. And also part of the ongoing green campaign at Blue Ox. Bring your own bottles. There'll be water stations set up. There's the big one by the Festival Bowl. There will be one back at the late night camp stage that will be available all weekend. So that's another nice spot kind of situated in, in the middle of a bunch of camping. When you enter the Festival Bowl, you aren't allowed to bring in your own beverages or food, but you are able to bring in uh, an empty vessel for water and also reasonably sized shade tents, uh, lawn chairs, and uh, you know, whatever else you might need to keep yourself cool or warm depending on the weather. Be conscious of where you're setting those up. There is a area specified for anyone with tent or shade options in the concert bowl, not to interfere with anyone's viewing pleasure of the main stage. You can live the high life, you can paint the town. White lines, neon signs, put you in the ground. White lines, neon signs, put you brings us to a list of do's and don'ts in the campground and concert bowl as well. No pets allowed. There's a no pet policy unless you have a qualified and trained service animal. You're allowed to bring only that in uh, with proper documentation. And uh, so please respect that. Uh, this year, kids, uh, kids, whoever, whatever age, parents can um, get a wristband. And there'll be a wristbanding system this year to help Keep kids safe and sound and connected with parents. 
Uh, so once you get into the festival, there will be a spot where you can register your kid and get them a, a special wristband uh, in case they get lost and you can they can track you down and make sure that you get reconnected with your kid ASAP, which is really great. We, we've experienced this at a couple other festivals and thought it was a great idea and we decided to bring it to Blue Ox this year. And speaking of kids, of course, I want to remind people that there's the kids area set up in the family camping zone. Uh, Boats and Bluegrass will be hosting that. There's going to be a bunch of uh, activities for children and their parents and big kids alike. In the brochure, there'll be a list of the activities that you can partake in. As well as the artists performing on the kids' stage. Also in the brochure this year, we're going to have the workshops listed. We're excited to announce the workshop instructors on this show. We've got some really great pickers, some friends of ours uh, that are going to be joining us. And all these workshops are going to provide, you know, basically a beginner level, you know, slight intermediate level instruction. So we want to encourage future musicians, people to get a little bit better grasp, or if you have any begging questions about, you know, that banjo roll you were working on or that fiddle line, these are great people to talk to. And They'll be happening Friday and Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. for each workshop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so we have our, our great friend Tony Erig playing, uh, who's going to be teaching bluegrass banjo, doing the three-finger scrug style. He's also, you know, gets way out there with new grass and progressive banjo technique, but he'll be providing people with an introduction to the bluegrass banjo picking style. Our great friend Sean C. Ali from Madison, who runs the Mad Fiddle program or academy, he'll be there teaching fiddle. On Saturday, 10 a.m., our good friend Adam Kiesling, who used to play bass before Justin's time with Pertnier, he's going to be teaching traditional guitar technique. And then followed by Max Paley, who's our buddy from Denver, who has been traveling around with Oakhurst and other bands for years and is a great mandolin player. He'll be giving people some mando chops out there. So make sure you hang with those folks. We're really excited to see what the response is out there and uh, hopefully develop this workshop program a little bit more and beyond for next year. I was cold stack, waiting to die on the shag rug, waiting to dine at the supper club. Oh, good God, could I catch a break? Cool little line on the back drape, clutching my head like a hammer, wishing my hand was a hammer, and it goes. Placing that weight on your mother's back 
She only knew what kind of man he was Thus crying to God from the bucket seat Lying in the witch and time foolery Clutching my head like a hammer Wishing my hand was a hammer Barbro, local Minnesota band who's going to be joining us at the festival this year. So getting back into some more festival details, just want to remind people that campfires are allowed in the camping area. However, you'll want to look for an established fire pit, which is a fire ring provided by the Blue Ox Festival or a portable raised fire pit that you would be bringing yourself, or making friends with some neighbors and joining them around their fireplace if you don't have one of your own, including the Potluck String Band Jam area in the campground this year. There's going to be a nice bonfire pit area there for people to gather around and listen to the music or casually join along. And for the campers out there, with the general three-day admission tickets, just want to remind you as well that the amenities with your ticket include the shower building, and there's a camp store as well, so you won't have to go too far to get clean or get firewood, uh, sunscreen, or other things you may need while out there in the Whispering Pines campground. And for those of you who are flying in or not wanting to set up your own camp, we do have glamping options as well involved in the Various ticket packages, look on the website for that. Don't be afraid to uh, rent a campground from the Blue Ox Festival. It's an easy way to uh, not have a lot of hassle if you're one of those people. Also, if you're a person who doesn't sleep well or is averse to camping, maybe a little afraid of spiders and insects, uh, don't be afraid to look for a hotel. We have shuttles running to and from hotels all weekend long. There's a list available on the website of those participating hotels. And uh, those of you who want to really get away from the noise, don't, don't be afraid to tap into that new 40 acres. Yeah, there's a lot of amenities right in town. We're so close to Eau Claire that taking that shuttle into town for a quick run is a great idea. Make sure you take advantage of that if you need to get away for a little bit or forgot something important. If you have a car camping pass, your car needs to remain on the festival campgrounds for the duration of the weekend, though. So if you do need to go into town, just hop a shuttle and they'll take you there. For those of you who love to stretch it out in the morning, yoga will be happening again this year. Not sure what time. I'm never up for it. 
Check the brochure for information on the morning yoga. Find the correct times and locations for that. We also want to give a, a big welcome to Tattersall Distillery, who's going to be joining us this year, providing some of the great spirits that they have to offer. Yummy. They're going to be mixing some good cocktails back there as well. They'll have small batch vodka distilled from Midwestern corn, uh, mixing the bootlegger, a lemon lime and mint flavored vodka. They'll have straight rye whiskey, straight rye whiskey with aromas of vanilla, maple, (laughs) and mellow oak. Nate, you're talking about this whiskey like you know anything about whiskey. (laughs) But don't forget about the gin. Oh, tell me more about the gin, Nate. (laughs) Which is distilled from 100% certified organic corn neutral grain spirits i don't i honestly i don't think you know what that means i don't think you know (laughs) what you just said i'm sure it's wonderful i'm going to be having some (laughs) thank you tattersall distilling for joining us this year gluten-free drinkers loon juice will be on premises again this year providing their delicious ciders and of course bell's brewing is back i hope they bring that gigantic oberon bottle me too (laughs) A good photo op and good advertising for them. Two Hearted Ale will be back over on. Uh, Bells will also be a- offering their official this year. It's a hazy IPA, a really funny poke at all the New England IPAs out there, a Midwestern brewery, calling their beer the official New England <laughs> hazy IPA. It is delicious. I've had them. Uh, Lager of the Lakes, the Amber Ale, the Pool Time Ale, and Nate's favorite, Oarsman Ale. And the Porter. I don't know, Two-Hearted might be my favorite, but Oarsman is great for a summer day. Yeah, Oarsman doesn't get you as drunk as Two-Hearted gets you. Beware if you're drinking Two-Hearted. Two Two-Hearteds will get you heady. Three Two-Hearteds will get you drunk. Five Two-Hearteds is a mess. Yep, you want to make sure you can make it all the way through the, the evening sets and into the late-night campground stage. So make sure you're drinking water. Bring those refillable mugs and empty water bottles into the concert bowl and Keep drinking that water all weekend. It's important. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) You're welcome, son. Spells knocks me on my knees It didn't 
stuff shirt like me on a tree After I count down three rounds in hell I'll be in good company That was a tune from the Dead South. We're really excited to have them at the festival this year. Some other folks that are joining us that we've not talked about yet. Pokey Lafarge is going to be there. One, two, three, four. Pokey does a great job of bridging that gap between old-time music early American jazz and into the modern era. A bit of a revivalist who also stays true to modern lyrical content and touring approaches as well. He hits the road hard. He's been all over the world in the past year and we're thrilled to have him back on the Blue Ox stage. He travels like a lightning streak and he strikes from town to town. Did he get you when you're weak and tear your playhouse down? Devil ain't lazy. No sir. No, the devil ain't lazy. No sir. Tells us he won't hurt a fly. Then he makes us steal a lie. Keeps us sinning until we die. We're 24 hours a day. Yeah, I heard that he cut his teeth down playing on the streets, busking in New Orleans. Joined the Hackensaw Boys, one of our favorites and early influences on Pertinier, as their mandolin player at the time before he really found his ground doing what he does, band leading, writing some amazing songs, and traveling the world. He's currently touring solo behind a new album. He'll be also performing solo at Blue Ox, really looking forward to seeing what he brings at Whispering Pines. Oh, the devil ain't lazy. No siree. The devil ain't lazy. No siree. Gets his pitchfork out each night. Gives the folks an awful fright. I know he does it just for spite. He works 24 hours a day. Devil ain't lazy. No siree. Oh, the devil ain't lazy. No siree. Tells us how to find success. I know you wind up in distress. I'll tell you why. Devil is an awful mess. Work 24 hours a day. He likes to see things scorching burns. I don't make no excuse. 
If he catches you, he'll turn you anyway. But Luke, nah, the devil ain't lazy. No, sir. Hey, the devil ain't lazy. No, sir. So if you think you're strong and brave, smart enough to not behave, you got one foot in the grave. You have 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. Yes, he does. He works 24 hours a day. He works 24 hours a day. We should also not forget that we saw Larry Keel last weekend in Kansas City. Man, that guy shreds. Yeah, he was really putting on a good show in the garage at Knuckleheads. Let's listen to a track from him, Nate. Let's do it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Too 
much reality and not enough fun when it seems the end is drawing near do not fear see the sun So we did our Road to Blue Ox tour just recently. We were in Benton Harbor, Michigan, and we were able to corner them coolie boys in the green room, and uh, we're able to get their perspective on being townies. They're based out of Eau Claire, right at the heart of Blue Ox. We love having them coolie boys around the festival. This will be their third year. They helped us MC the side stage last year. They are just cheerful awesome guys and they're Eau Claire natives so it's really great to have them as part of the festival and make sure in the interview you check out the part about where they bailed us out on an issue that we had a couple <laughs> years ago yeah they're resourceful as well and they were gracious enough to give us an exclusive sneak peek at their upcoming album we'll listen to a song going into the interview this is a new one called five six monument <laughs> She's got a haircut short so you could look her in the eye Your denim jacket with no pockets and a converse tied up tight She's got a keychain of a dolphin hanging right between her breasts But it's her eyes so you remember when you forget all the rest She's too skinny these days and you can feel it when she hugs you back so you pretend not to notice when she casually mentions that She wants to tell you all the secrets that she keeps close to her vest But it's her eyes that you remember when you forget all the rest And she's leaning on you, baby, right to your chest Couple inches from your heart, like a five-six monument Much more than I deserve I don't think she thinks about me Like I think about her And you can't tell if she's serious When she says that you're the best But it's her eyes so you remember When you forget all the rest And she's leaning on you Baby, right to your chest Couple inches from your heart, like a five six monument. Kissed her, but now those days are gone. So you pretend that you miss her and you hope she plays along. 
tell about your new girl and she feigns interest But it's her eyes you remember when you forget all the rest And she's leaning on you, baby, right to your chest Couple inches from your heart, like a five, six monument Standing silent as the day she left and the day you let her in A couple inches from your heart, like a five, six monument here with them coolie boys gents and soren uh reluctant uh brother interview here they <laughs> they didn't want to sit next to each other and they didn't want to have to share stories but we're now holding hands because you told us <laughs> to but i know that uh you travel a lot and you spend entirely too much time together growing up and in the van uh, but maybe you guys could just tell us briefly about how you started as a band why you got into this sort of genre and who was who was influencing you as a kid? Uh, maybe you can speak to where you guys come from musically, why you started a band, and uh, go from there. Just right off the bat, Gents is definitely one of those little brothers who uh, only likes what I like as the older brother. That's what it was growing <laughs> sure, up. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hard to escape yeah. that as a younger brother. Yeah. yeah. But as far as how the band started, I, uh, Soren, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. I, I worked at a, a summer camp up in northern Wisconsin. And I met uh, our banjo player, Bo Janky, and me and Bo were counselors up there. And uh, when Friday came and all the kids would leave, me and Bo would come and hang out, go to a cabin and uh, like just start playing tunes. And like at that point, it was nothing really genre specific. I just had acoustic guitar because that's what I needed to have there. Sure. And Bo had a banjo because that's what he learned how to play. And we, we just started playing songs. And then the next year, Gents came, and he was a counselor that next summer. Yeah, when I arrived there, Soren had traded in his old electric guitar that he played in a punk band with for a mandolin. And he tried to play a little bit, and he just said he didn't have enough time. So when I got there, he said, your turn. You learn this. Sure. And then I learned that throughout the summer. And then the second summer we worked together up there was really when we said, let's maybe be a band. What is the age difference between you two? He's two and a half years older than I am. Okay. Sure. And how long have you been a band? It's been five years now. The first two years, we, we very rarely played. We played maybe like four or five shows a year. And then about three years ago, we really started to like hit it. And, uh, yeah, we've been hitting the road like crazy. Yeah, I then. mean, your tour schedule's been packed. You've gone to either side of the country. and Yeah, we are East Coast in February, West Coast in March. Um, just putting way too many miles on the van. That's great, though. That's, yeah, I mean, what a great like way to it, spend though. your time and, and really grow as musicians, too. I'm curious, in the area, you know, Claire, did you find that where you were was 
an inspiration or a hub in itself? Did you like find that it was a beneficial city to be involved with? Us being out of Eau Claire kind of came from uh, necessity because our old our old bass player lived there and I lived there. Sure. And then Bo lived in Menominee. And Soren lived in Milwaukee, so like Eau Claire was that was where the van took off from every weekend, okay. kind of thing. We're we're Eau Claire transplants, and uh, I mean that's where Cooley Boys comes from. Like it's the Cooley region of Wisconsin. Yep. It's a lot of farmland. It's a lot of forests. It's a lot of um, that work ethic, that uh, genuineness of that area. As far as how we got into like this kind of genre. Um, that was a later transition for us. I, I, I think it's interesting a lot of the times because um, all these bands that we look up to now and these big, huge bands in our genre, like we never grew up listening to those bands. Right. Like that was something that we kind of took on once we started playing banjos and guitars totally. and mandolins. Well, I think know? we are very much the same way. We yeah. started out just like kind of dorking around with instruments. And then yeah. once we started playing shows we discovered the local scene we discovered the the music that was actually in Minneapolis for yeah. decades and we're like holy crap this is all here and we're you know started yeah. pulling influence from that at that point like after we had established Th- that's the beauty of this scene a lot of times is that like it doesn't matter how you got into it it's welcoming it's supportive uh-huh yes like yeah th- i i didn't grow up in this scene at all and, Neither did and I. it's just something that like I think it's cool that a punk kid like me can just come in and have the support that we do. It's cool. So no, now that you are in the genre, what do you listen to within it? And what who are you looking forward most to see at Blue Ox? I think it's so cool that you guys got trampled this year. I mean, obviously, like, you know, that was my first toe dip into the bluegrass thing. You know, uh-huh. I just like was not aware of it at all. So when I first heard them, and I remember me and Jens one time waited in line in Milwaukee. We got there like... To see Trampled? Two in the afternoon. Nice. Like waited in line, got like onto the stage. I got to say, I I always kind of cracked myself up on this. I always loved seeing Sam Bush because when I was in college, I wrote a history of bluegrass research paper. Sure. He was a big part of that. Absolutely. As far as other bands that we were really looking forward to, we played a show with Sarah Shook on our last tour, and that was awesome. She is so cool, and I think that's going to be really fun. Fruition, I love Fruition so much, and I'm so glad that they're coming back. Yep. There, there's so many great bands on there. I mean, obviously, like I've seen Charlie so many times, but every time it's revelationary, and I just want want to see him more and i think it's the cool part about this one is that it's solid all the way through there's so many bands like on the very bottom line that i love so much i love barbaro so much yeah they're great and it's it's i think it's so cool to that like this you know there's no watering down as far as you go all the way down like i think it's gonna be good music all weekend and uh so yeah i'm really happy to be a part of it too um, it's it's great having you guys there, you know, being local as well. It's it's you guys add a lot to the weekend backstage, just around the festival. We love having you there. Excited that you're going to be back. Can you give us a a sneak peek of what life in Eau Claire is like when the festival's not going on? Like, what kind of town is it? How do you like describe Eau Claire as a character, if you will? Yeah, I mean, to me, Eau Claire is a very supportive space, especially as a musician. You know, it's it's got this reputation for having great 
musicians in like a great scene for being as small a town as it is. It's not the Twin Cities. It's not Chicago. It's not any of these traditional hubs for music. But per capita, there's just so many good bands and so many good musicians in the area. And I think it's just because there's this sense around town that like you need to support good art. You need to support good music. And uh, I think that really bleeds into everything they do. You know, I mean, there's a lot of, there's been a big push like with the city council and all these things of, you know, being able to support those spaces, support. I mean, they just put in that, the big theater complex downtown, the the Pablo. And from the bottom up, they're trying to put uh, their energy towards putting out good music. And uh, as a band coming from Eau Claire, it's just really nice because it's a supportive atmosphere. Uh, it's a atmosphere where you can like try stuff. You know, we're, we're, we kind of live on the edge of what you can call bluegrass or folk rock or whatever. Sure. We, we, we try to do a little different stuff. Um, and I, this space that Eau Claire creates, like, even if you're not an artist, I feel like it's just a, an accepting place. That's my favorite part of Eau Claire. There's no, I mean, where we operate, there's just an accepting space and vibe for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that definitely bleeds over into Blue Ox. So, I mean, yeah. that's how I imagine the city. That's my experience there as well. And that's really the vibe that we are we're hoping for and shooting for at Blue Ox. And I think it just organically happens because it's in Eau Claire. And that's that's what's happening. That's the vibe there. Yeah, I just remember like a couple of years ago, for some reason or other, Fruition's backline didn't show up. And we got on the horn and we were able to get everything they needed within like 45 minutes yeah, or something that, like that. that was very, very fun and amazing. Yeah, so it was just like, <laughs> it was, it was like, just like, everyone call anybody who might have something. Yeah. And then we just got it all piled together and yeah. somebody drove it to the campsite and we got it. We got it. We had played great sets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there know. was very much an oh shit moment around yeah. the, around the <laughs> yeah. festival. Like, oh man, we got to take care of this and fast. And then, yeah, we just like kind of sat back and watched and you guys were like, oh yeah, we got drums coming from this guy. And, <laughs> Then we got the yeah we got a guitar and it's all good it should be here in like 15 20 minutes <laughs> and we're like okay <laughs> done and done we don't need to get official backlines anymore <laughs> yeah let's just it's talk to the coolie boys yeah. <laughs> another reason why it's great to have a local band play the festival <laughs> yeah hey uh, do you guys have anything coming out or what's the them coolie boys news you guys gonna hit the road still harder or you got an album coming out or yeah we uh, about a month ago we signed a record deal with low high records out of uh, north carolina congratulations That's thanks awesome. so they're taking control of uh when everything's released and all that kind of stuff sure but the best we can offer you is late summer a new album right now yeah okay but we will definitely be dropping some singles before blue ox we recorded a video last year at blue ox that we are going to drop as one of the first few singles uh, hopefully before the festival. Yeah, um, on. So, yeah, that sounds uh, great. But yeah, so we 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 got some new music coming out. Uh, we recorded that record with Dave Simonette from Trampled by Turtles up in Pachyderm Studios up there in Cannon Falls, and we had such a great time there. And uh, we're really excited. It's just been a while since we recorded it, so we're just like sure. happy to be putting it out and happy to be having support for it. And uh, we'll definitely be playing a lot of the new songs just because uh, that's. What we're happy that's to be what you're playing into. right yeah, now. Yeah, that's great. So. How did you like recording at Pachyderm? Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah I, want, I just want to see that space, even if we don't do anything. Like maybe yeah, a single up there It's someday. definitely, um, they have a house there too. Um, and you just, you live there for a week. And we got fresh snowfall every day that we were there. 
Um, and there's like, there's a trout stream on the property. Yeah. We went hiking. Um, no, it was great, but like, yeah, the studio itself is, you know, it's got a lot of history and it's hard not to feel it there. Yeah. That's and, great. Uh, I mean, we had a, such a good time. So if you're trying to put yourself into a mindset of recording, right. like, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't write in the studio. I always like make sure that I have everything done. Yeah. And I think I did it there. Oh, you did. Yeah. I did it there. Cause it's just like, I, I just was like. I'm feeling something right here and I have to do it. And, uh, I was, you know, I like finished and changed parts of some of the songs just because it's just like that space kind of just has an energy all its own. And sure. uh, it was cool to try to rein that in. Yeah. Maybe we'll move on and do a bit of a lightning round. You guys oh, yeah. can fight oh, for the shit. mic and, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> lightning round. You guys have been traveling around the country a lot. What is a, what is a great market? For you, or what do you really look? Where do you really look forward to going to? Uh, we've been out east and southeast twice now, and both times we've been out there have been really well received for us. And also the drives are a lot shorter in between shows. Sure. So I really like the south, the east, and the southeast in that area to tour. Yeah, the the Carolinas and the Virginias have been really good to us. That's great. And I just never anticipated that, so that was super cool. We obviously, you know, do well in the Midwest, but like it was just cool to kind of like, hey, we've never played here, and it just right away was great. So and uh, okay, so in those towns, uh, uh, what is a road go to? Uh, where do you guys like if you see someone, you're like, we got to eat there, we got to stop there and eat there. Well, a hundred percent, it's quick trip, but like. <laughs> Brand loyal Wisconsin like, boys through and through. <laughs> when we're not in the Midwest, it, it's boring, but like it's the comfort of a McDonald's uh-huh. knowing what you're gonna get. Sure. Is, is you guys like, really like to step out the box. We we are like <laughs> Norwegians through and through. Like just give us something bland. I'm pretty sure and that, that won't surprise us. <laughs> I found we found an A and W today and I absolutely enjoyed that. Okay. Well <laughs> Um Red Cabbage, yes or no? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, who who drives most? I would say me. It's yeah, it's definitely me. And then Bo's probably a very close second. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first to bed. Me. Last. Last. <laughs> last to wake. Bo's the last to wake. He's the guy. He's yeah, the guy you gotta yeah, kick Bo out of bed. Soren most of the time yeah. are the last two to wake up. On stage drinks. Uh, I only drink water. I I can't. If I have like two beers, like I am sloppy. <laughs> like <laughs> like I just can't play guitar drunk. So I I I'm always just drinking water. If we drink on stage, it's usually very very light beer. Usually hams is a good choice because it's just like I don't want to get bogged down by a heavy craft beer. Sure, but writer, I like beer. Our writer for the Trample Turtle was a thirty rack of hams <laughs> at every show and a case of water. Yeah, so it was that we just like had so much hams by the end of that five days. It was so dumb. <laughs> uh, who is the whipcracker in the band? What, Me. What is a whipcracker? The guy oh, who gets oh, you yes. on the road and all that. Yeah, kind who, of stuff. who's organizing you? It's who's hurting you, cats? In terms of like where to go and all that stuff, and like. Getting us on the road and being on time, it's definitely me. Uh, every band needs that. But in that. terms of everything else, it's me. Like, I'm the band mom. Gents is the band, like, let's get on the road person. Yeah, 100%. Favorite band right now? Can I have two? Yep. Casey Musgraves. Yeah. And uh, Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real. There you go. Someone's looking at I've just seen what I've Good look through your searches. Better Oblivion Community Center. 
It's Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridgers. Connor, Connor Oberst is from Bright Eyes. Yep. It's like emo band. And then Phoebe Bridgers is, uh, she's a up and coming singer. And they did a band, they did a record together. And I've just been listening to it so much. Great. Um, yeah. Not, it's, it's very emo. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite band member? My brother, Jens. Oh, that's sweet. I really hate to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bo's really the meanest to me. But man, when we're driving together, he's in the front seat. I'm the I'm driving. And we just like if we're in traffic or in a sh- like crappy drive, we won't listen to music and we just talk. And yeah. man, do we crack each other that's up? That's <laughs> good. It's good to have a wingman. All right, least favorite band member. <laughs> Gents, <laughs> my brother. <laughs> I don't. I can't really answer that with like. I, I didn't expect anybody to answer that. <laughs> we very much treat ourselves like a family. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, get away from me. Everyone needs to get away from everybody, kind of thing. So it's sure. like, that's the best way to manage not having a least favorite. You guys do seem to get along pretty well, and you do seem like a, a pretty good band of brothers that spend way too much time together in a vehicle. Not unlike us. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys hang out outside of the band? I, yeah, we do. It's. Rare, more and more rare, but yeah, we we tend to. And there's like a way, like I'll try to not talk about band stuff, or you know, just like extend the realms of what we're, why we're hanging out, or what it is. I think if you can like differentiate between like band stuff and just friend stuff, for sure, it's just really good for your band because I don't know that we we're we're able to hang out, but we also know it's hey, we don't need to hang out this week, and that's okay, you know, like it, it, I think it's smart to realize that. Well, thanks for sitting down with us, guys. We definitely yeah, look pleasure. forward to having you back at Blue Ox. Again, it's always a, a pleasure to travel and play shows with you. And Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to any or all of these podcasts, if you have. We really had a lot of fun making these, and I think we're going to continue just making a few here and there throughout the year. Maybe throw together a little blooper reel for you. Um, also, of course, we want to thank our sponsors, Bell's Brewing, Tattersall Distilling, Wolasheim Winery and Distillery, Loon Juice, Valley Media Works, TwinCities.com, The Pioneer Press, Hampton Inn, Waste Management, Nicolet Law Offices, Rooney Printing Company, Charter Bank, Jimmy Loves, Bloody Mary Mix. Oh, there will be a Bloody Mary bar, by the way. Forgot to mention that in the episode. <laughs> Or any episode. Jimmy loves the apostrophe as a chili pepper in their logo. I just thought I'd mention that as well. Nasala Kombucha or Kombucha Custom Botanical Distribution. CBD, bro. <laughs> 89.3 The Current. WORT 89.9 Community Radio in Madison. And Converge Radio 99.9. Look for them out at the festival. I think that's it, Nate. I think that really is this is the wrap yeah we're we're next going to be at the festival uh we hope to see you all there you can come up and give us shit about our podcast and our podcast making skills uh or tell us you know hey i really enjoyed that ronnie mccurry interview or wow i never knew sarah shook was so cool and down to earth or hey man thanks for introducing me to that band that i didn't know about i mean that's the idea of this that was the idea familiarize you with the festival and all the artists who are coming and we hope that we pulled that off thanks for tuning in we're looking forward to doing the fifth year of the blue ox music festival we'll see you out in the pines bye